0: 617 Studios in Westwood, Massachusetts. It's Are You Not Entertained? Now here's your host, Ed Nathanson.
1: Stop, dudes! (laughs) Back (laughs) again with my producer, Dave Yaz, the man who knows as much, if not more, pop culture than I do, and that's saying something. I say this once a show, Ed. That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. But it is. But I stand by that statement once again. Thank you. So today's episode, you know Ed. I... Yes. Uh, pardon me interrupting yeah, yeah.
0: right off the bat, but I just want to commend myself. I have I have gotten my trigger finger has gotten so sensitive now for your opening, stop, <laughs> dude, because it's. It, it's like uh, if you remember that scene from Broadcast News where Holly Hunter screams into the headset, and, and William Hurt does one of those, it <laughs> just j- j- almost jumps yes, out of his body because yes. it's so loud in his ears. That's what typically happens on this show. But I, I, I patted, you, I told what I forget what the term is. I, I took it down. I took it down a couple notches. Well, Did I don't want to inflict pain. Right. Just
1: joy. Just joy. <laughs> You're a lover, not a yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So it's been a while. I have not done a rant in a long time, a segment of Ed's Getting Upset. And I've actually gotten some feedback that people want it. They want it back. And so I'm nothing if not a man of the people. And so today we are going to do another episode segment of Ed's Getting Upset. George is Getting Upset. (laughs) And once again, I am upset. I am upset. Now, this is going to be something that, without a doubt, will I actually was speaking to Dave off air before we started recording about, should I do this? <laughs> should I do this be- into the abyss right, because <laughs> it's definitely going to be a polarizing opinion. Um, I know that there's quote unquote, woke people nowadays uh, yeah, yeah, um and the internet is adorned with them and it's one of those things where i have to walk a really fine line i am not just a background on this i am not left i am not right i am not any of your business in my <laughs> politics because i don't that's not important what i think and what i do i don't share publicly however this might be considered political but i don't think it is um what's upsetting me these days is pc culture mm right okay now pc culture i think and you'd probably agree with this dave comes from a place of good yeah right so for sure right and i love the intent behind it that people are different people have feelings people can't be segmented all of these things and we want to be sensitive to all of those things and that i'm totally a hundred percent on board with right right but i think that sentiment was like a choo-choo train Mm-hmm. And the choo-choo train was built on some nice little tracks, and it was humming along, and then all of a sudden, it went off the tracks, down the hill, smashing through cities. It's on fire, billowing it's, smoke. Yes.
0: It's like the train at the end of Back to the Future 3, of course. I know, oh, know That's my, what you were thinking of. What you a know, fantastic when, when reference. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's yes. about to go flying off the tracks. Yes. You know, Doc Brown shoveling coal in there to make sure. You-
1: yes, and I think, you know, um, I think the sentiment has gone to police state Almost. And I think the sentiment has gone overboard. Now, what really got me thinking about this is I saw an article, I can't remember the website, uh, about the most ridiculous, top 10 most ridiculous PC culture examples of this past year. And these are citing real things that happened. Mm. So I thought, you know, I would talk about each of these examples. And give my opinion, and Dave, as always, I love, welcome, adore your opinions. I'm here So, for you, please, buddy. if you think I'm being ridiculous, you tell me. Yeah. Okay. The first one listed here is long adorned nails were deemed cultural appropriation. Now, let me give you some background here. Hmm. Vogue, yep. style magazine, was accused of cultural appropriation for an online article on manicure sculptures. The complaint was that the long nails belonged to black culture. Nobody mm. else. Right. Even though this nail style was popular way back in history in places like ancient China. Yeah. Okay. So Vogue, to their leaders, to their readers, I'm sure they, they're all about nails. Like it, Most women I know love go get – my daughter, my, my wife, love go getting their nails done. Yeah. That's now cultural appropriation.
0: Wait a minute. Is that – that was the comp- – the, the Vogue article was about – Manicure na-
1: sculpt- sculptures, whatever okay. that
0: means. And the certain voices in the African-American community said, what, your article didn't properly— It's cultural
1: appropriation.
0: Yeah, because you stole stole it. Right. Because there were white people who were the— I guess. Okay, yeah. I guess.
1: Who had long nails that were beautiful. (laughs) Right. Right. What the fuck?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's a weird
1: one. It's a weird one. As a matter of fact, the the cultural appropriation is a tricky thing in general. Right. Um, I get where the sentiment comes from, but it, I look at it not as appropriation, but as a compliment. If other, comp- if other cultures, other peoples, find something attractive and exciting about a culture and decide to do it themselves.
0: Well, Ed, when you were a young man, did you ever wear your hat to the side? Of or course. Wear- <laughs> I thought I was a rapper. There you go. So is so that cultural
1: appropriation? I thought it was I love this music, I love these people, they're my heroes. Yeah. I'm going to dress like that. See the the black dudes that I know would just
0: laugh when they and and you wouldn't mind being laughed at. It's like it's Mm-mm. like and if I'm I I'm sure I
1: was as a matter of fact. Right. And <laughs> if I were wearing a
0: hat to the side, and I know my buddy Tom would be like, "Dude, you're white." Cut the shit, like or but but in a, in a joking way, you yes. know, like like yeah, yeah. like, dude, oh, Dave, trying to be a little bit more black again, you know, <laughs> right, not, you know, like, exactly or, or whatever, like like relax, like you know, it it is a tribute, it is you know, there's a there's a long history of suburban white kids like you and I loving rap music yes. and occasionally
1: copying styles because we like it, yes, there you go, and it's fucked up. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's an example that I was just like r- that got me into this article. That okay. first one. All right, the next one. <laughs> Give me a drumroll. Yeah? Okay, quote unquote pussy hats. If you remember what those were from the Women's March a few years ago. Oh yeah, ago. yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, were declared racist and transphobic. Hmm. Now the pussy hat. I'm get behind. Women rights, all for it. Right? Mm-hmm. They want to wear these things as a statement. Go for it. Whatever you want to do. You want to wear. Frickin- what were they? Pink,
0: pink, uh, like. They were kni- caps, yeah, kinda, like
1: yeah. knit—I can't like knitted hats or we'll something like up. that. Okay, yeah. But they were all the rage back mm-hmm. in I think 2017, the first you know women's march where they did that. You know, post Trump being yeah, elected, all thing, of yeah. that. Right? Yes. But in 2018, feminists, their own people, were turning on each other. Started complaining that they were racist. Because not all women, get a load of this, have pink vaginas. <laughs> what? Yes. Wait, who, yeah, is right. it, who is it that's doing the complaining? Feminists.
0: Okay. Oh, yes. good Lord. Themselves. We're looking at, these are them, right? Yes, those at are them. them. Now. So they're, they're wool knit caps and they kind of, I don't know why they have ears. I don't know if that's supposed to look like a, a vagina, but they're pink is the point.
1: right? You know? okay. And get a load yes. of this. Not only because the women were racist because not all women have pink vaginas, but transphobic because not all women have vaginas, not you know. So, Sweet Lord, right. So what are you supposed to do, right?
0: Yeah, that one. Uh, I mean, that's out there. Like what? I'm not sure. I, like they say, you know, every you know every religion has its militant, crazy edge. Like even. Like, you and I are, you know, the chosen people, right? Of course, but, yes. But, yes. If you, but if you ever meet a super, super Orthodox Jew... Oh, they think we're, they we're
1: horrible. They, yeah, they yeah. don't
0: even think we're Jewish, no. right? So if you take the ultra, ultra fringe of the feminist, I think this is what you get. It's like, why even assume we have a vagina? It's like, well, what that mean? Come
1: on! Right. <laughs> I, yeah. it, like I said, the sentiment, I'm all for it. The execution, piss fucking poor. Piss poor. <laughs> All right. It's the worst kind of poor. Yes, number 3 on this list. Yep. A professor declared that small chairs in preschools are sexist, problematic and disempowering. Now here's the reasoning behind it. Mm. An academic article written by an Australian professor declared that small chairs in preschools are problematic for teachers because they're disempowering for the teachers. When what? they're teach yeah. <laughs> Oh, God. Listen, I guess I must be pretty emotionally strong because then honestly say there's never been any kind of chair to me yeah. that makes me feel broken psychologically.
0: No, no. Uh unless it's got a spike in the middle of it or something. Well, I mean, I so walk me through this again. I just want to <laughs> understand it. I like, don't understand it. All right. I'm like more confused than I am enraged. Like like again, I'll read to you what the yeah, article said. An
1: academic you. article written by an Australian professor declared that small chairs in preschools. Right. Preschools, preschools, which are like four, five, three years old, right. are problematic for teachers because they're disempowering for Disempowering. Teachers.
0: Okay. You know what? what? What went unnoticed is this guy secretly has a beanbag company, and, and right. that's what he was of for. Of course.
1: Well, that's the other thing. You actually touch on something. Everyone's got a fucking agenda. Oh, it's true. Everyone has an agenda. And so all these warriors coming out with their pitchforks about pink vaginas or whatever, right? There's a reason- Besides social good, there always is. Yeah. Well, if you
0: notice, here's one recent example. Like, there's a controversy over vaping, right? Yes. Now, I, I from everything that I've heard, it helps
1: people quit smoking. Yeah,
0: and, yeah. It's, and it's water vapor, yep. and it it contains some nicotine, which can be mildly addictive. It it's it has harm harm a harmful uh, effects on the level of caffeine. From everything I've heard the thing is is mostly safe. Now listen, if you choose between doing it and not doing it, I suppose yeah, don't do it. But but there are all but every month a study comes out, you know, vaping causes heart disease, vaping right. causes this. Yes. And if you poke around a little bit, you'll probably find that it was funded by the tobacco industry because the tobacco industry doesn't Does want, want people yes, quitting Absolutely. Smoking. and so it's like this guy, I don't know what the hell agenda his is, but I guarantee you it's
1: something. Yes? Yeah. Fucking banana land. Yeah. Banana land we're yeah. in. Yep. All right. Number four on the list. Yeah. The University of Connecticut, close to us, Ooh. right? In Stores, Connecticut, I believe. Go Terriers. Sure. Yep. Offered counseling. <laughs> I can't oh, even boy. say this without laughing. Husky. Offered Sorry, counseling to students upset at quote unquote even the thought of a Ben Shapiro speech on their
0: campus. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, this is this could be its own podcast. I really don't get it. I, I don't. don't. I don't get it. Safe, Safe spaces. Sp- yeah, and the the irony is, don't you? You know, you look for your kids aren't college age yet, yes. but you look forward to sending them to college. Why? So they'll be exposed to yes. all these new
1: things. Yes.
0: And they become more independent. Yes. And you know what, most of the stuff that's going to happen is going to be great, but they are going to be some sh- some shit that's not so great. They're going to have to, you know, talk their way into a class or they're going to have to resolve some issue they have with a friend or something. And god forbid someone is coming to campus that with a with a, with view, a different view than a their different own. view.
1: Yes. That is ex- emblematic Jesus. of the society we're in today. Yeah. Whereas it used to be, even been politics, is the best example of this. It used to be that the terms far left, far right, centrist, left, you know, far whatever yeah. didn't really exist because whether you were a Republican, Democrat, a sheep, a dog, whatever, yeah. people talked to each other, yeah. and it wasn't if I'm right, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. People actually compromised. It mm-hmm. does that in society does not exist anymore. People are so fucking dug in into their positions that they can't even see that someone else might have a valid opinion and that maybe they'd be open to changing their mind.
0: Yeah. I'll give you two quick thoughts yes. on that. The one, one is um, I was not a big Ronald Reagan fan. I, I was – Born, you know, I was raised by crazy liberals, and yep. so I always learned to that Reagan was mostly bad for the country. However, I always noticed that Tip O'Neill, you know, the pride of Massachusetts, yep. Speaker of the House, would shake hands with Reagan and with a big smile on his face, and always used to say, "We disagree all the time, but but at the end of the day, I could still you know have a drink with him. I can still uh, agree that there are ther- certain things we have to do to to move the country forward. And it now it's dead. And the other thing is that this is another can of worms altogether, but that, um, you know how I talk about autism all the time, I have a cell right. with autism. Yes. <laughs> There's a spike in the in the cases of autism, um, mainly because of underdiagnosis, but also because of something that we just don't know. And I have a, a weird theory that some other have adopted that the human brain is changing, and that our brains maybe as a society are changing, and that we've just gotten too extreme and too black and white. And that's what you're talking about.
1: That's an interesting theory. Yeah. I, I think, you know, when you edit this, you should put the Illuminati uh, <laughs> <laughs> the theme right there. The, yeah. what is it, What show is that from again? The, uh, X-Files? X-Files, yeah, yes. Yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. Um, but, you know, look, just in closing on this point, I actually have listened to Ben Shapiro a number of times. Mm-hmm. There are points I vehemently disagree with him on. There are points I find really fascinating from him. Yeah. But again, the point is, is that I guarantee these people who are petrified and need counseling at even the thought of a Ben Shapiro speech know nothing about him, have never listened to him. Yeah. Except that they consider him a far right racist when in fact he's an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So maybe they just hate. Right. The, maybe they hate the fucking Jews. Wouldn't that be funny? The Shapiro people fire back. You're being anti-Semitic. We need a safe space because you're being anti-Semitic. Everybody's anti everything. Oh my god, it's yeah. so fucked up. All right, yeah. number five. Yep. The phrase "long time no see" was reportedly de- declared to oh, be boy. derogatory towards Asians. <laughs> this is for real. A student at the University of Colorado was reportedly told that the phrase long time no see was apparently derogatory towards Asians despite the fact we don't even know the phrase's origins. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to say to this one.
0: Well, the I mean, I guess the the you know, the idea is that it somehow came from the fact that uh, Asian American people's eyes look different, right? And and, and there have been slurs in the past based on the appearance of their eyes, right? Right. I get Yes. Sure. But I don't. Long time no see is, <laughs> is one of those
1: expressions. I didn't know they were blind, like, first like, of all. Yeah. Right? The I, shape of their eyes doesn't mean they can't see.
0: I like looking up the origin of, of phrases sometimes. Like uh, the phrase, the cat's out of the bag, refers yes. to a time when you would hide cats in your bag to disguise them as pigs, which were more valuable in a barter system. And if the Very bag, interesting. And so the bag yeah. would fall and be like, hey, you, 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 know, you shyster, you're trying to pass off these, these uh, cats as pigs. Cats out of the bag. I love that. That yeah, makes sense. That's super interesting. The phrase long time no see
1: requires no research. No research. It's been a long time and I haven't seen you. Correct. But apparently <laughs> I'm saying. insulting Asian people when I say that. I love Asian people. <laughs> but I won't stop saying that phrase. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Careful, you sound like the commander in chief. No one loves <laughs> Asians. No one loves <laughs> Asians more than I do. No one loves Asians.
1: All right, number six.
0: All right. You go. I'm late right on the, the drum. Word,
1: the word, the word problematic was declared problematic. (laughs) There was an article written (laughs) by a Dartmouth student that apparently got a lot of play that the word problematic is sort of problematic because it isn't specific enough. (laughs) What? Yes. All right. Go on now like is that it? if you could do the the, <laughs> the gif of the the brain exploding over yeah, and over again to show exactly. like my mind going through this or like you know uh alan and, and when he's at the card table with all the numbers going across his head yes, yes, like yes. what the fuck
0: so it's not specific enough meaning right.
1: is, is there any more there or no that, okay. that's it that's it that's it okay that's it I'd, there's a link to the article in the article that the student wrote yep. jesus christ Hi doctor, my brother here
0: is pretty sick. What's the problem, young man? Help, I need somebody. Okay, so what hurts? Well, woke up, got out of bed, dragged a comb across my head.
1: Uh, right, then what happened?
0: You got that something, I think you'll understand.
1: Is he talking solely in Beatles lyrics?
0: That's right, Doc. It's getting better all the time. It's not, Doc. Ever since he started listening to Get Back to the Beatles with Chachi LaPrette, it's Beatles 24-7. Ah, uh, look at all the lonely people. Get Back to the Beatles? Yes, it's a podcast on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. It took me so long to find out, but I found out. Please stop singing Ticket to Ride. Uh, that was actually from Day Tripper. You too, Doc? Got to admit, I can't wait to log on to pod617.com
1: to hear Back to the Beatles with Chachi LaPrette. I give up. Goodbye. Uh, You say goodbye. I say hello. All right. Number seven. Number seven. (laughs) Here's a great one. The phrase... The phrase as you know was deemed a microaggression, a microaggression. <laughs> uh, so act- this is a good one. This is a good one. <laughs> Academics Go at the UK's Bath University were told that they should not use the phrase as you know during lectures because it might make some students feel so awful that they'll do badly in their classes. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> I at least understand this one. It, it's absurd, it's but I absurd. at least but I at least under, it's funny at least. It, it's
1: funny, but yeah. it's absurd.
0: Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story. <laughs> so, so I, I uh, my first um, job out of law school was at a law firm now known as Roberto Israel and Weiner. And, and uh, this super, super guy, Barry Weiner, who's now, I think, riding off into the sunset. He went to college with my parents, and that's the only reason I got the job, no question. Uh-huh. But he had a wicked smart guy who was of counsel, a guy named Bill Rickman, who was a law professor at BU and doubled as of counsel to this firm. Anytime there was a tricky research problem, he would come in. And he would do this amazing brief with all kinds of hyper technical legal mumbo jumbo. And so when we were in a meeting together, Rickman, I was the, I remember being there, and Rickman would go, go, well, uh, Professor Rickman, tell us what you found about this employment law issue. And he would say, he would say, well, Barry, as you know. The standard of blah, 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 and Barry would go, uh, Bill, can I stop you there for a second? I just need to tell you that every time you say, as you know, I never know what it is that you don't <laughs> don't <know." laughs>
1: And so, and so that's,
0: that's why these students felt stupid. It's just kind of a funny thought, because that would have been me in law school. Like, the professor would go, as you know, and I'd be thinking,
1: no, I don't. <laughs> but are, are you are you deeply hurt by no, such I'm micro... A, I'm amused by fu- it. I'm amused Wait, by it. And I have it. to say, the yeah. fucking microaggression term in and of itself...
0: Yeah. The fuck is a microaggression. That it's micro. That's why we've ignored it in the past. That's why it never had a a name.
1: Who the hell is sitting (laughs) around thinking about this shit?
0: I I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like it's an art form. It's almost like they they try to one up themselves and say, He was upset about that. I'm gonna try to think of
1: something even more minuscule to get upset about. (laughs) Yes. Oh my fucking god. All right. Number eight. We're back to cultural appropriation here. Thank goodness. Skinny eyebrows on women were called cultural appropriation. Mm. According to an article in 2018 in Marie Claire, again, another, you know, Vogue-like magazine, if I
0: understand it correct. Marie Claire, they're just trying to do inane articles about (laughs) eyebrows. I know, I know. And they get called out.
1: Uh, Tweezing your eyebrows to make them very thin is cultural appropriation, unless Uh you're Latina. Mm.
0: (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay, so they, the Latinas own the eyebrows and yes, the African African-American Americans own, own nails. the nails. So. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. all
1: right. Yeah. <sighs> Again, I go back to if Latinas were in fact, if someone did the actual history of this and they're the people who discovered that thinner eyebrows are more attractive in their culture and other cultures found this to also be attractive and thus appropriated it, I guess is the term, isn't that a form of flattery? Yeah. Yeah, and you know what?
0: Your punishment is... That if you don't appropriate it correctly, that you look like an idiot. See, that? See that's the thing. Th- and th- I've seen
1: those okay. women, by the way, yeah. who tweeze the fuck out of their eyebrows, and yeah. then they have to, like, tattoo on shit, yep. and they look like aliens. Have
0: you ever seen a, a woman who is, like, you know, in her 40s or 50s and comes back from Jamaica and has the cornrows? The, the cornrows. Corn yes. yes, yes. And how yes. fucking stupid they look. Stupid. Yeah. But I'm not that's offended. Your- no, it's their own punishment is they look like an idiot. It's like, it's not you. That maybe I mean unless it is you, and if you love it, then what the hell? You don't. You, I don't know how you can own a thing. Uh, I mean, okay, so you know what? Th- this is probably followed from the blackface thing, which I think you'd agree is, is awful, fine. offensive. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Yes. So we get that. Like that's the standard. And like, but 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 th- th- there's this weird, like slippery slope where anything that sort of kind of resembles uh, a race or a racial tradition, it. But but like you say. Why is it mocking? Why isn't it... Uh,
1: I think it's the opposite yeah, of mocking. you, you wouldn't...
0: If, it, if you thought the practice was stupid and ugly, you wouldn't be copying it.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. All, right. All right. We're almost there. Two more. Okay. Number nine. Yes, sir. A bathing suit ad... bathing suit ad was declared sexist because it depicted a woman in a bathing suit. <laughs> A bathing suit advertisement in England, in Bristol, to be exact, was declared sexist because it featured a woman wearing a bathing suit. Yep. And there was a big outcry over this, apparently. So yep. when advertising, my question is here, when advertising a bathing suit, am I supposed to put a picture of, like, apples and carrots yeah. on there? <laughs> no, just the
0: words bathing suit, but that's it.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> we, we sell bathing suits, but you yep. can't see it nor the person that we're trying to sell the sex that we're trying to sell the bathing suit to because we don't want to be sexist.
0: Yeah. You know, I got accused of this very thing uh, when I was at Lawyers Weekly. Interesting. It, it, yeah. Okay. It, it, it might merit another talk for another day, but the short version is we ran a ad for... Uh, men's suits. And I'm going to forget the name of the guy. It might come to me. But anyway, he, he was um, this 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 Newbury Street designer, very nice guy. Um, I think he, he came from India, spoke with an accent, very stylish. And so he ran an ad in Lawyers Weekly, which said- You used to be the editor I was the of. editor yes. and uh-huh. the, actually the publisher at yep. the time, I think. And it pictured a guy um, and a woman in an intimate moment. Now, they were clothed. She was wearing his suit jacket uh-huh. and and possibly nothing else nothing was revealed uh-huh. you know and and it said a suit is a natural aphrodisiac and people said do you really want to run this it's kind of racy and i said i think this is really like just commonplace for, like you wouldn't even blink if you saw it in right. vogue Cosmopolitan, right. yeah, or yeah. esquire uh-huh. and i think and lawyers, the sentiment
1: is true by the way on yeah, women and I, yeah. Yeah. yeah and i think
0: yeah, yeah and so um it's just a way of saying if you're a man, buy this men's suits and maybe your woman will dig you. It's, it's, I mean, you don't have to believe it. I mean, it's it's advertising after all, but I can't wait I got, to hear what the
1: hell happened.
0: I, I got ripped by the, the women's bar, certain members of the women's bar association saying, What you're saying is that, um, women lawyers are just a pair of tits, they're not, they're not a oh, brain. For God's I sakes. know, and I was like, I was like. You know what? I'm just fucking confused now because, like, first of all, it's just an ad for Men's Suits. It's, I, the, If anything, the woman was sort of in the position of power as it happened. She was kind of tugging his tie like I'm in charge here. And who even said it was a fucking lawyer? Like, you assumed it was a lawyer because I put it in my newspaper. Like, it, it's just – it was a, a, an exercise in confusion jumping. You know, jumping.
1: first of all, I'm sorry that you <laughs> had to deal with that. It made the globe, actually. I looked like a, I looked <sighs> like fu- a real asshole. Right, the globe. yeah. yeah. Oh, now you're a sexist asshole for I, the rest I of your life. Yeah, I was um you know the thing that makes me think of before i get to the last one on this list is what are the rules (laughs) and who writes the rules and when are they disseminated so we all understand the rules it's like because i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings i truly
0: don't well you don't know because the last person that speaks is the one who makes the rule right Right. like (laughs) like, if you think you know the rules no someone's going to accuse you of breaking a rule that you didn't know
1: existed right and they're always changing
0: right
1: and as someone who does a lot of public speaking Mm. I literally used to be someone who didn't rehearse, Right, I would just go up because I think I'm better that way, I think I'm better when I'm not rehearsed and when I go up and I just have the the talking points I want to get to and I, I go with it. Now I rehearse. Okay. Because now- I'm terrified of just saying some microaggression or some other thing that I'm not I- innocuous to me that's right. gonna upset some segment of people in, you know, West Indies or whatever that I'm not aware of that even <laughs> exists. That's gonna be like, you know, like what just happened to you and pitchforks outside my house yeah, about yeah, what an yeah. asshole I am and yeah. how insensitive I could be.
0: So have you ever been called out or
1: criticized on anything? No. Really? No. Good for you. But I work because I'm working on it. Okay. Ever since this whole thing got over the, as I said, the train went off the tracks. Yeah, I don't want to upset anybody. I truly don't. Like from from the inside of me, I really do care about people's feelings. I know sometimes in past episodes you'd be like, (laughs) "Do you really, Ed?" But I do. Uh, But I also, like I just said, I don't know the rules.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh. So (laughs) you're smart to do that. It's almost yeah. Given you 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 um uh are one who likes to push the envelope a little yes. bit sometimes yes you do it with this podcast and it, and to to great acclaim so far <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but but uh I, I think you're smart to do it because there's a generation of people that appear to be a little bit more sensitive than we are
1: yes yeah. no question all right last on last this one. list <laughs> this is the coup de grace here oh, like god bless you you know what you say after someone you sneeze right was listed as an anti-Muslim microaggression. <laughs> According to a guide written by a group of librarians at, I hate to say this, yeah. Simmons College in oh, where?
0: Boston, Mass. Boston,
1: Mass, yeah. our hometown. Mm-hmm. God bless you after someone sneezes is a microaggression against Muslim people.
0: Yeah, of course it is.
1: <laughs> what the
0: <laughs> fuck? But what, everybody's got a God, right? Like, they
1: believe in the same God as right. I understand it. I've, ri- I've read a lot about Muslim. Well, what's whose ideology? Allah, I mean. Allah is supposed to be the same as Yahweh. Okay. Yeah. If I understand, and if I'm mistaken, I'm going to feel yeah. like a stupid idiot. Good bless, right. you. God bless oh, you. God bless you. God bless. No, no, no. Ed, don't no, no, say no. that. Right. right. So here's the thing, though. Um, you know, I think back about God bless you. I teach my children to this day. I get mad when they don't say God bless you because I think it's just a considerate polite. thing. Yep. I'm not a, You know this. I'm not yep. a religious person in the slightest. Right. Okay. I just think it's a nice, considerate, polite thing to do. And I insist my children get mad at me because if they don't say it, I'm like, I go, I do that. Yeah. Until they do it.
0: It, I'm with you. In a way, it doesn't make sense because we don't say God bless you when you fart. But, (laughs) but, you know (laughs) what? I never thought about how arbitrary that is. Yes. Yeah. Contrast people get pissed off when you fart. When you sneeze, people think it's nice. Right. But, But nevertheless, it's tradition. It's, what was the, what, do you remember the film where the woman said, it's to the point in looking for a man that I just want someone who'll say, God bless you, after I sneeze. Do you remember that? No. No. It's thinking. Uh, it was the, It was kind of the classic, the quintessential 90s slacker comedy. And it starred Matt Dillon. Oh, singles. Sang it. Yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. it was Bridget Fonda. It was Bridget I remember Fonda, I remember now. And yes. she was kind of hot and cold on Matt Dillon and then towards and, and at some point she said to someone, at this point I'm just looking for a guy who says, "God bless you when I sneeze." Yes. And but she, now you're offending Muslim people. Yeah, I know. I know. In the middle of the movie she sneezed and Matt Dillon didn't say anything and and but handed her a tissue and she was like
1: I'm not
0: sure where to go with that one. Then <laughs> at the end of the movie he says god bless you and it's like a revelation. But yeah, say fucking god bless you. Right. Or, or, or but or now revelation.
1: apparently you're upsetting people. So mm-hmm. there's the list of this article that I went through that yeah. just as 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 I said I had to share my thoughts on this because uh, hopefully you are re- you're hearing this and you're thinking how absurd this all is. Yes. Um yes. And so people. to my people out there, I as your leader As your savior, (laughs) implore you to either know the rules and update the fucking rules constantly or just keep your mouth shut (laughs) because we're all fucked. (laughs) Until next time, my friends, I ask, are you not entertained?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Ed, (laughs) tell people where they can reach you, please.
1: On Twitter, at Ed Nathanson, LinkedIn, Ed Nathanson, Instagram, at, I'm sorry, Ed underscore Nathanson, and my website, redpilltalent.com. Can't wait till next time, Ed. What the fuck?